This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win... Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to another episode of Went Smoking's Meadow, the podcast that follows the fantastic Chelsea FC women's team. I'm your host, Jane, here tonight for another of our all-female panel shows, aimed to give more women the platform and opportunity to have their own voice heard. And joining me tonight is Kerry Evans from the Chelsea Women's Supporters Group. Kerry, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, it's nice to see you again. And It's been a while. <laughs> And we've also got Tracy Brown, co-care of Chelsea Pride. Tracy, how are you? I'm very good. It's lovely to be back. It is. It is nice and to have I, you back. I saw you all a couple of seconds ago, it feels like. <laughs> like we see each other every day. So <laughs> pretty much feels like it. <laughs> so today we're here to take a look at Chelsea's 9-0 dem- demolition. I think I've pronounced that right. Of Leicester- Demolition. That's it. I was close. Speaking in words is not my strong point. (laughs) Of Leicester City in the WSL this past Sunday, the 27th of March at the King Power Stadium. Me, Kerry and Tracy were all part of the travelling party to Leicester. Kerry, what did you think of the ground? Oh, it's it's very nice. It's a proper men's stadium. A proper Premier League. Yeah, Yeah, I've only been to Wembley and Stamford Bridge, so it was nice to sort of... I think that's the only two men's grounds I've been to. Oh, and the Emirates. But it was nice. Yeah, but that's a library, so that's not counting. That one don't count. (laughs) It was nice to be just to see what other men's stadiums are like. Tracy, did you enjoy your trip up there? Yeah, it was. It was a good laugh. It wasn't. At least it wasn't as long as the the trip to to Everton, which felt like it went on forever. Um, yeah, it's the first time I've actually been there. I've, I've been to obviously many of the men's grounds around the country, but I've never been to their ground. And what a lasting image we left for them in the end of the day. We've taken a nice memory from our first visit there. 
Chelsea lined up in a 3-5-2 formation with Zakira Musavik in goal, a back three of Millie Bright, Des Carter and Anique Nowen. Neve Charles, Sophie Ingle, Aaron Cuthbert, Jiso Young and Guru Writer made up the mid- midfield and Bethany England partnered Sam Kerr in attack. Emma Hayes used all full use of her available substitutions, bringing on Jessie Fleming for G at half-time. Magda Eriksson and Maren Mielder came on for Carter and Nguyen in the 62nd minute. Drew Spence and Lauren James were introduced for Ingle and England in the 70th minute. And Yona Anderson came on for Guru Wrighton in the 71st minute. This left Anne Katchenberger and Aslu Abdelina as the unused substitutes. You might notice that that's six substitutes, and that is because Leicester City made a concussion sub, meaning Chelsea were allowed to make the one extra change. I was shocked that... I always thought that if it was the other team get the extra sh- sub, I didn't realise we got an extra sub as well. And I think most, like, quite a few people I've spoke to have said they were sort of shocked that we got the extra sub as well. Was you I shocked to see that, Tracy? So. Yeah, it's true. I was, when I, when Yona came on, I was thinking, that's six subs, like, Emma's going to, like, lose this for us now. And then I think I read it on Twitter and there was like, no, everyone stop panicking, it's it's okay. <laughs> that's why Chelsea had 77% possession, 25 shots, 14 on target, eight corners and three fouls. To Leicester City's 13% possession, two shots, none on target, no corner and seven fouls. Football matches do usually contain two teams, but this game was rather one-sided, wasn't it, Tracy? Yes. I think if you blinked, you missed the first three goals, to be fair. Um, yeah, when you look at those stats, that that's if you're the Leicester manager and you're looking at those stats at the end of the game, you what what the hell are you thinking? Um, yeah, we just... we Yeah. It was like a bomb went off on that pitch and our players just went everywhere. Um, it was an incredibly fast-paced game from us. Um, very enjoyable. It was very enjoyable. I missed one goal, as I normally do, by going to the toilet. I do it every game. But it's just... I know it's going to happen, so it's just like normal for it to happen now. I do feel sorry for Leicester, but then we got the three points. We're top of the league, so it's it's better. Kerry, we always say when Chelsea score early, everything is going to be okay. And the start couldn't get much more perfect, could it? A beautiful Guru right and free kick into the top corner. Yeah, I think we were all shocked that we scored that early. But yeah, as you said, when Chelsea score early, there's like you can't stop them. I think you've learned if we have if we start scoring early, we we normally win. And I think that's right, I get Everton as well. Really fast pace, and then we could just slow it down for the rest of the game. Yeah, we definitely expected goals, but like you said, I didn't expect it to be so quick and so fast-paced. Sam Kerr doubled our lead just two minutes later, latching onto, superb Millie, latching onto a superb Millie Bright pass. She passed the ball home after her original shot was saved. Tracy, those type of passes are what we are seeing more and more from Millie Bright this season. There's a strong case now for her to be our player of the season, isn't there? She's been on fire, to be fair. I personally think from her form now, she should be captain for the Lionesses for the Euros, um, um, to be fair. And obviously, yeah, I'm a Chelsea fan, so I'm going to say that, but I'm sorry. Um, she's proved herself this year. When needed, she has been um, just incredible. And, you know, she does what she wants. It's Millie. She absolutely does what she wants. I mean, to be quite honest, she could have banged quite a few goals in herself this season. So there's still time for her to get one of those absolute screamers in the top corner. 
Yeah, no, I think it would be lovely to see Millie as England captain, but we all know it's not going to happen unless something drastic happens between now and the Euros. Bethany England made it 3-0 in the seventh minute. Her headed flick on was met by Sam Kerr, who then played the return pass onto an on-rushing England who smashed the ball in the top corner. Kerry, that's the type of link-up we saw from England and Kerr a couple of seasons ago. And it's great to see they've still got that link-up, given Peniel Harder and Fran Kirby are both struggling for fitness at the moment. Yeah, it's just it's like going back two years, watching them all over again. I think we're playing the right system for them to, to work really well together. And actually, normal teams would be missing Fran and Pinnell, but actually all our players are stepping up. Can you can you take Beth out of the team at the moment? I don't think you can. Yeah, it's nice. Although it's horrible to see Pinnell and Fran out, it's sort of given Beth the opportunity to sort of come back into this squad and step up. And like the way she's playing with Kerr is like she was playing two seasons ago when Fran was injured. So although we want our players back, I'm quite happy with the squad we have got and how we are playing at the minute. Chelsea showed no signs of slowing down in the 11th minute. Anik Nowen got her first WSL goal as she was on hand to turn England's shot into the net. Tracy, how impressed have you been with Nowen recently? Um, she's really stepped up a gear. I think she's got really comfortable now within the, within the squad. Um, and as we all know, that's because when you get game time, it really helps. It's a bit different when you're you know, the training ground and you're running around at Cobham, but actually game time helps. Um, and she's looking really strong, but I would say everyone is looking pretty much really strong right now. As a team, we are all playing fantastic together. Yeah, I think sort of Magda being in injured was sort of a blessing in disguise for Anique. Obviously, yeah. she's had to step up. And yeah. she's on. she looks like she's been in the squad for ages. She's just slotted in perfectly. And we always used to worry with that Bryson defeat last season when Magda and Millie were a bit... When one was injured, we was like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? But I feel like we're safe. Whoever gets injured, we've got players to sort of cover them now. Yeah, well, I think we have. I think the back is always a worry. Whenever you lose someone at the back, there is always that panic of, oh, now we're short at the back, anything can happen. No, we now have... Um, everyone sort of fit at the back and it means if there's any problems we can switch up um, and also we can switch a shape if necessary as well because we have everyone fit um, so it only means uh, it's good for the running now towards the end of the season. Yeah I think this is like the squad is the best it's been sort of the way they're all working together now it's just it's nice to see that they've all they can all fit in wherever and they can all sort of play wherever Beth got her second and Chelsea's fifth goal in the 28th minute with a trademark header at the far post following the delightful Guru Wrighton cross. Kerry, that's like the Beth we know and love. These two goals could give her the boost to really make a difference in the final few games of the season, couldn't they? Yeah, I think how Beth plays, like she, you got, she's got to be confident and she knows that like, we always back her, like even if she's not scoring, but yeah, you can see the confidence back and she's going to be really important for us until the end of the season yeah I think we don't know I don't think Fran will be back before the end of the season so she has got this opportunity now her main aim is to get to the Euros in the summer so she's just got to do and play as well as she can to be picked for that Euro squad in the fifth minute of added time in the first half Brighton made it 6-0 when she chips the ball above Demi LeBourne in the Leicester goal into the far corner Tracy I've got to ask was it a cross or a shot 
Or as Arsenal oh, fans like to call it, I'd like to say it was a clever little lob. <laughs> but to be fair, I reckon most of it was a cross. But you know what? When those sort of balls go in, <laughs> it always looks fabulous, to be fair. We'll take it as a shot. I'm sure you asked which is like, it's a shot. It was a shot. 100% it was a shot. I'm more pulled to think it was a it was a cross, but do you know? Does it matter? It went in. It looked fabulous. She was on fire, literally. Um, she was phenomenal that whole game. Um, so for that reason alone, yeah, it's a shot. Yeah, I think I think it was Sam that was sort of at the far. I'm sure it was Sam. So it's like, was she trying to pass it to Sam, or was she just being cheeky and getting it in? It went in. That's the only. That's the major important thing here. It went in. Yeah, exactly that. There was no let-off for Leicester in the second half as Sam Kerr made it 7-0 just after two minutes, heading into the far corner. Kerry, this goal was so well made by Chelsea, playing the ball through midfield. It's something we're seeing more from the team in recent weeks. That's why they call Hayes ball, isn't it? Yeah. I actually couldn't really remember the goal thing because there's so many. I, couldn't, I can't even think how. That's the one how, I missed. So I don't actually rem- I don't. I don't know how the goal went in. I just know we scored a seventh goal. Yeah. <laughs> no, but as you say, at the moment, we're just like, they look like they were having fun on Sunday. Like, as Emma say, was saying in her interview, it was like nice, ticky-tacky football, just yeah. pass it about having a lot. Like, they didn't want the game to end. So, yeah, it was a great goal. Yeah, yeah no, it was like they just wanted to just... It's like they could play it probably another 90 minutes after it. They didn't really seem tired. They sort of calmed down, but they still had the energy in them to keep going. I wanted an extra five minutes on top of the five, to be fair, just so we could get the tenth. You know, we're not greedy, but an even number would have been nice. In the 88th minute, Lauren James got her first Chelsea goal, converting a Neve Charles cross. Tracy, much like Beth, that goal could do wonders for Lauren's confidence and really kickstart her season, which even at this late stage is still very much needed, isn't it? Um, I suppose game time as well as goals breed confidence. Um and I can imagine it's very frustrating when when you are on the pitch, you don't really get those opportunities to score. Um, it was a great goal for her first goal. Um, loved it to have been at Kings Meadow, to be fair, but there was a good amount of us there for the game up in Leicester. Um, it was a great goal. I do think it will breed confidence. I think she'll be raring to go again. Um, and, you know, we all know how fantastically talented she is um, with her ball work. So it was great to see the ball finally in the back of the net yeah it just obviously takes time and I think like you said now she's got that one goal she's going to be more confident and she's going to be determined to get more goals to show the fans what she is actually worth in injury time Chelsea made a record equaling 9-0 victory with Jesse Fleming sorry I can't even read this with Jesse Fleming scoring with another Drew Spence backhill assist Kerry could Chelsea couldn't have wished for a better afternoon, could they? Everything went their way on Sunday, didn't it? Well, for that last goal was just a beautiful team goal. It was just... Everything about it. Yeah, and then we just got called Drew, the Drew Backhill Spence oh. or something. Like, that she, is just her coming? new... She just That's her new trick. Yeah. Like, she just appears, flicks her. it, and there's a goal made out of it. Yeah, I haven't, I've seen her play for seven years. I've never seen her do any of stuff, this stuff. So, yeah, but anyway, it was a great afternoon. I mean, you can't complain. I mean, and we, we did want 10 just for an even number. But, yeah, perfect sunny afternoon, day out. 
yeah, it was a nice day out. Tracy, it wasn't just three points, was it? Because now we sit top of the WSL table with just five games left. That changed in mindset now for Chelsea, could decide the title, couldn't it? It could. Um, it's back in our own hands, which is where you want it to be, let's be fair. Um, scoring that amount of goals mean we're five up on goal difference as well. Could come in very handy. Um, obviously, we're both due to play uh, Tottenham as well, obviously, for our game in hand for both of us. Um, there's you, you still can't take your after ball. There's still a lot of games to play. Um, but if we come out with that same determination that we have in the last two games, where we come out firing from the get-go, the confidence within the squad has got to be really high right now. So if we carry on doing that, I don't think we're going to have any problems. Yeah, although we are top of the table and we're only, I think it's one point behind ahead of Arsenal, we can't sort of just stop there. We've got to keep going because one slip-up is going to just... Every game the- is now a final. Every yeah. game is a final. You have to win every single match. And I think that's how Emma's seen the last few matches as well. She's just going for it all and she's just putting her full best team out there just to win this league for us. Now, as most of the match review was taken up by goals, there's just two questions I'd like to hear your opinions on. Firstly, the goalkeeping situation. Zakira Musovic has now played the last five consecutive WSL matches with AKB coming in for the cup game against Birmingham. Kerry, has there been a change in pecking order? Who knows? I see this question all the time about the keeper. In previous years, you can always go, they are number one. So if you go back to Hesbig Lindell, she was our number one. When AKB came in, she is our number one. Now, I can't pick between the two. I think they've both, both done nothing majorly wrong. So just good luck to whoever plays. <laughs> because <laughs> I can't pick a number one and I'm glad I'm not Emma I would hate to be Emma Tracy what are your thoughts on it I think to have two goalkeepers who are very good at what they do they both need to be playing and I think Emma's had to look at it with the balance of all the games that Rusevic needed more game time and actually as she's put her in she's played really well um, admittedly Hester had no shots on target that must have been boring but um, game time breeds confidence across the ball bit in, in, in the front of the field back of the field goalkeeper um, I, again I wouldn't want to be Emma uh, but none of us can second guess Emma let's be fair um, I'd love to try and pick that brain um, so I reckon it's just about um, game time I think at the end of the day if you get both of them on that same level that's where you want them to be. Um, and it does mean if there's any problems, we, we can just switch. Um, we all know what the problem is when you do have a number one. If anything happens to that number one, the person you were then bringing in has no confidence, none. And that then leads to a worry in the back line and that goes through the squad. We don't have that, luckily. So uh, I just think it's really clever thinking by Emma, but come on, it's Emma Hayes. Yeah, I'd rather have sort of both keepers up to the same sort of level in goalkeeping. And when you do think about it, Berger's the last, what, two years, she's sort of non-stopped with football. So to be fair, she does deserve a little break. (laughs) Um, But who knows with Emma? No one knows. Whatever we say, she'll go the opposite. So we'll just have to see what the future brings for our goalkeepers. 
The second question is on the defence. Since Magda's injury, Jess Carter, Millie Bright and Anik Noen have all performed superbly, either in a three or in a four with Yona Anderson at left back. Now Magda is getting her fitness back. Does she walk straight into the team? And if you answer yes, who does she replace? Tracy, I'll ask you first. I'm not sure she'll rush her back into the squad fully anyway. Um, because Emma's really clever at managing people's injuries. So I don't think she'll just, just walk straight back in. Um, it's just not what Emma Hayes tends to do. Um, if she does walk in, no, I'm not going to second guess who the hell's coming out of that team. Nope, not doing it. It's Emma. It's her decision. I'm just going to go, yeah, okay, she's playing. <laughs> right, that's it. Kerry, what do you think? I think like what I said about Peniel and Fran, when she got when Magda got injured, we were all like, oh my God. But actually, all three of them have, have stepped up. And actually, apart from the, the uh, Conti Cup final, they've all stepped up to the plate. I mean, you could say maybe she could come in and rest and then rest Millie, because Millie's played a lot of games. But then do you want to disturb the whole... Then for if he's playing, been playing so well, but then Magda's our captain, and it's like, <laughs> again, I'm glad I'm not Emma. I think just carry on the season how we've been playing, and then when the new season starts in September, Emma can sort out where she's going to place Magda in it. But I think for now, it's working so well how we're playing. I think it's too much to sort of, although we want Mag to be playing, I think it's too much just to sort of throw her back in and just be like, oh. Yeah, I'm not going to say who to take out because that's just, it's just too much. <laughs> Kerry, this was one of the games the club tried to arrange transport for, but obviously cancelled due to the sanctions. But there was a minibus from Kings Meadow, wasn't there? How did that come about so we can keep the listeners in loop? Well, it came about very quickly because we only had four days to arrange it. So I would we would have posted it more across our social medias, but we just didn't have time. So we just knew the people who booked the coach originally will get them all on board and then hopefully we'll have a bit more time to plan other way trips. Yeah, hopefully with the new season, we've only got one more sort of away game this season. And then next season we can sort of focus on transport and publishing it more so we can get more away support away support. To the away games and Tracy I just want to give the Leicester DJ some love after they played Adele's easy on me at full time that was the best moment wasn't it oh between that and the donuts that you brought along I mean really I mean it was icing on literally the donuts um I mean wow seriously I was oh, like am I I'm not sure the DJ was just in tears and went you know what I need some Adele I don't know but wow Wow. I mean, there was already kids crying around us. I mean... There was a kid crying, I think, by the second goal. They actually got <laughs> up and Yeah, moved. she left, did she? They did actually end up leaving in the end. And I don't... I think it was only, like, 3-0, 4-0. I think it was less than that, most probably. <laughs> I mean, it was, we was making a lot of noise by, by that little girl, admittedly. Yeah. Um, I think she probably maybe would have been more scared of the noise than that they were losing 2-0. <laughs> are you saying that we are aggressive in our singing? I'm not no, we're not aggressive <laughs> at all. We're so friendly. We're a friend friendly bunch of people. Of course we are. Now elsewhere in the WSL, on Saturday the 26th, 
Aston Villa drew 1-1 with Reading, whilst the North London derby between Spurs and Arsenal was postponed due to the ongoing COVID situation at the Spurs camp. And then on Sunday, Man United beat Everton 3-1 in front of a record crowd at Old Trafford, and Brighton were 2-0 winners away at West Ham. In terms of the table, Chelsea now sits top on 41 points, Arsenal are second on 40 points, United stay third on 35 points, but have played a game more than the top two. City are fourth on 32 points with a game in hand. Spurs are fourth with 28 points, but have two games in hand. Then you've got Brighton sixth, West Ham seventh, Reading eighth, Everton ninth, Villa tenth, Leicester City 11th and Birmingham City 12th. That was just a lot of words there. (laughs) Well done. But I think that's the first time I've read that Chelsea are top of the table, so that is... That is good. Yeah. That is very good. That's very good. That's the only bit we need to know. The rest, yeah. the rest yeah. is like relevant. That's all that matters. Next up for Chelsea is the visit of Reading to Kings Meadow on Sunday, the third of April, six forty-five p.m. kickoff time, UK time. We'll be back after this short break to look ahead to another crucial match. Chidge, J.K. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft, inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. (laughs) It's all too much. (laughs) I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) Well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK, and best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you, thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. For Chelsea fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. For match highlights, interviews and the best Chelsea videos and podcasts. Download the free CFC Blues app now from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome back to Wentzamo Kings Meadow. Now time to look ahead to Sunday's WSL match with Reading as Chelsea look to get revenge for that 1-0 defeat earlier this season. 
Kerry, how much motivation will the players get from that defeat to make sure that no repeat happens again on Sunday? Oh, 100%. They will, they will be, they weren't happy after that game. Well, Emma wasn't happy. So she will remind them of that feeling of losing. I'll be so. honest, it was a Saturday game and I never, because we lost it, I was like, I'm not even going to bother watching it back. So, you know, sadly I was there, so I can't, it can't escape my mind. But it's not going to happen again. We're all no. positive. We're a better team no. than what we was before Christmas. But I do think they'll, Emma will use that as like motivation to like, this can't, because if we this goes in Arsenal, because of course Arsenal play before us. Yeah. So that all will change again. Yeah, they'll go top of the league for like a few hours and then we'll be back. We don't have to worry. Tracy, on paper, this is one of our easiest matches left in the run. But matches aren't played on paper, they are they? And this is another final, isn't it? Every game's a final. I can imagine Emma sitting down with a team on Saturday going, right, we're all going to sit down and watch this and make them literally watch that game. Obviously, I was there with you all. It was painful. It wasn't just Emma that looked disappointed. Every player looked so disappointed within themselves of how that game went. Um, yeah, our confidence since Christmas has been incredible. Um, our father, the Conti Cup final, which we'll have one blip, that's fine. Um, we have been a completely different team. Um, and if I was them looking at us ahead of that game, I would be worried. If I was them definitely looking at what we what we have done to both Everton and Leicester away, let alone at home. Yeah, I think, although we don't want to... Like, I think the Conti Cup final losing that's actually been a blessing in disguise because the games after that, we have played brilliantly. Although it would have been nice to win that, but I actually think that's helped us sort of boost our confidence and we're now more determined to keep going and trying to win the league. Um, I know we mentioned this in part one, but the two questions remain in regard to team selection. Firstly, the goalkeeper. Kerry, who are you going to start in goal this week? Myself. Good answer. <laughs> I think that will work. I'm really looking forward to seeing that, I have to say. Well, then I'm on the pitch. I will yeah. pay good money to see Kerry in goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think she'll change it up. But no, again... Who knows? Who knows? Tracy, are you going to go in goal or pick someone I'm else? not going to go in goal. I'm too short. It's not <laughs> going to work. Um, it really isn't. Uh, put me up front. It's fine. I'll run around with Sam and everything. And and, and, and Beth, I'll, I'll run around them up top. Or on the left wing, I'm fine. But do not put me in goal. Oh that, that would be a bad choice. I think it'll stay the same. Yeah, I don't think she's going to make many changes to the team selection. And the centre-backs, do we stick with Bart? Bright, Carter and Nguyen or bring on Magda. Tracy, what are you thinking? I think we start with exactly the same team we started with against Leicester. Kerry, what about you? I think so too, only because we've had that, we've had a week break as well. So I yeah. think that's, we haven't had to throw in it any other games at the moment. So I think just stick to that team. Yeah, all the players are sort of going to be at full fitness. They've not had to have a game this week. I know they were busy having a baby shower for Melanie the other day. But that wouldn't have taken too much out of him. <laughs> Kerry, if you remember the 1-0 defeat, we really struggled to break Reading down and try to go really central. But seeing our wide play recently from Chelsea and writing gives me confidence that we won't see a repeat of that. Yeah, 
I thought, well, I hope so. But I think the oh yeah, and I can't forget the one nil loss either. I try to forget, but that game, I don't know what happened that day. We were just, but as you know, <laughs> we were just staying in the mid. We weren't using the what. Yeah. So like, as you spread and I'll play out, playing that tiki taka football, we should be <laughs> right. Fast enough, we barely moved the ball. We are better when we move that ball quick. Mm. When yeah, we're playing that tiki taki football. When we're they, those short passes and everyone is moving fluently together going forward, that's when we play at our best. Um, yes, we were stopped from doing that, but we, I think, a lot would have been learned on this is what we don't do again. Um, and if we move the ball quick, we can get behind the defence. Um, so we just need to come out with that same. With that's with with just with the same upbeat pressure that we had from literally the get go um, at Leicester and again at Everton as well because you know before you before you know it, we were already three up um, which meant we had complete control of the game and then then it just becomes a nice easy sort of pass the ball around sort of game and you know if we if we can get another goal within the first 10-15 minutes um, I think we'll be fine. Um, it'd be interesting to see what everyone in the group decides for their goal predictions this time because no one clearly got it right at 9-0 last time. So I don't think it's going to be as much as 9-0 this time. But no. it's definitely not going to be a loss. And if we do lose, I'm blaming Lucy because I'm bringing Lucy again. But last time she came, we won. So that's why I'm allowing her to come again. So if we lose... She's 1-1 now. Isn't Lucy 1-1? Yeah. She's 1-1. So this is the all deciding right. game for her. Right. No pressure, Lucy. No pressure. <laughs> no, no pressure. <laughs> um, I don't even know where I was now. Oh, that's it. Tracy, that plays into the hands of Kerr and England, both excellent in the air to get on the end of the crosses in the box, something we re- we didn't really do in the reverse fixture. No, and I think Wrighton is on fire. As I say, player of the match, at least. I mean, just the movement, everything, so good. Um, if she can carry on that form into the next game, um, we all know how good Beth is with her head. We all know how good she is and, and how many and how many goals she scored. Um, but Sam is just as good at, as that. So um, yeah, I, once one scores, I think the other one will score. Um, I think they work very well together, as we all know. Um, they feed off each other really well. They complement each other in style. Um, yeah, I mean, I would if early goal. Um, I think we'll. We'll tire, tire them out, something we didn't do at theirs. Yeah, a nice early goal will be good again. Kerry, in the last couple of games, we've seen G playing the number 10 role. What have you made of her performances and do you think she'll start or will Jesse Fleming come back into the starting lineup? I think G plays Bella when she's up behind the strikers. She's just got, but she can do her passes. Her, like She doesn't really suit the, the being next to Sophie or mainly like in that defensive role she's more better like, attacking so she's been all right at number 10 but again but you, can you leave Jessie out either that's the, that's the thing like she's she's if you, play them, if you play them both then who else did you take out of the team we I know I don't think you can play them both I wouldn't play them both no it'd be nice but to have then, them both but they're too similar with their playing position it'd be interesting to know how if in, if G was injured when she came off at half time Yes. So she doesn't play, that's why. But then again, it's Emma, so who can possibly guess? We all thought she had concussion. 
Yeah, to be fair, I was like, oh yeah, G's come off a concussion. That's why we've got the six subs. Yeah. And then someone was like, no, the other team had concussion. Um, Tracy, we're playing the late game on Sunday, meaning that earlier in the day, Arsenal could return to the top as they play Leicester. I feel sorry for Leicester. They've had us, then Arsenal, <laughs> and then their first game after the international break, I think, City. Um, so yeah, I'm nice. sorry, Leicester. Yeah. <laughs> I think we already know the answer to this question, but I'll ask it anyway. Does that type of pressure concern you at all? Nice. No. No. Nothing well, to worry about. It's in our own hand. So... I don't really care what Arsenal do, whatever. They'll only be top for a couple of hours and then they'll all cry again. The we'll fans will give it some online because they're pathetic. Well, I saw someone, I think it was Saturday night, an Arsenal fan tweeted. I don't know if it was a boy or a girl, but whoever it was, was like, they posted a picture of the league table and it was like, it was nice being there, but this will be the last time I see us here. So even an Arsenal fan knows... They oh my god, an Arsenal fan who's intelligent. <laughs> there, was one on, there was one on Sunday actually, and they were like, I can't believe we lost the league by losing to Birmingham. Oh, I think <laughs> I saw that as well. Again, another intelligent <laughs> fan from Arsenal. Very, like, it's in our hands. So well, yeah. that's it. We'll just concentrate on our own, forget about everyone else. They they do not matter. That's what we've got to do. Forget about everybody else's fixtures, the league table. We've just got to go and play like it's a final and just keep going till the end of the season. Kerry, it's the final home game before another international break. Emma will want her players to put on a show for us, won't she? Tickets are available to be sold to fans, so it should be a great night at Kings Meadow, shouldn't it? It should be. I don't understand this late kickoff when they try and schedule it for younger kids. I know it's half term next week, the week I think for some people. But yeah, yeah some I was gonna say not all kids are on half term. The week after, I think I like to message everyone who's got tickets or coming, coming, make some noise. We need to get behind the team. There's some books, even if you don't know the words, just hum or clap. Just make some noise all around the stadium, and we'll then we'll be behind that team, and then no, no problems. Yeah, just make noise however you want to make noise. Just don't bring a drum or anything. Don't bring a drum. For the love of God, do not bring a drum. You can use anything else to make noise, but not a drum. Um, let's one more thing is our team prediction. I'm predicting no changes from Sunday. So Musovic in goal, Bright Carter Newen in defence, Charles Cuthbert, G Ingle and Wrighton in midfield, Kurt and England up top two. I'm hoping we see another Guru Wrighton cross goal, whatever you want to call it. Um Kerry, Tracy, I'm guessing you're gonna say the same, stick with the same team. Same team. Yeah. We need to see Sakira score anyway. Yes, because yes. we're on the pitch. Yeah, we're on the pitch. That is the next goal I would like. This is a Kira Musovic goal. If she's listening, please score on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, if you get free kick, G, G, Guru, move out the way. Move out the way, Zakira's <laughs> taking it. And we're on the pitch. I thought she was yeah. going to score and she when, we what played, she when we played against Villa and she went up and did the corner. I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, just God, move out the way. Then. No, just here it here. <laughs> It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It will. Right. Score predictions. Tracy, I'll let you go first. 4-0. Ooh. Harry? 2-0. I'm, I'm going 2 goals first half, 2 goals second half. I'm going to go 3-1. I feel like Reading might just get one goal. But I feel, I feel like 
I feel like you've got to give them one goal, but then we'll always have like a few more to cancel I'm just out. The amount of goals, I'm thinking the amount of goals we've scored away lately and just the confidence coming into this. Early goal and yeah, 4-0. Yeah, early goal, 10-0. I'll say that right now. Or an early goal was a Kieran Musevic hat trick. We're so on the pitch of that. <laughs> oh, again, we get abandoned. <laughs> we'll all be banned if that happens. Sadly, that is all we've got time for this week. Kerry, thank you for joining us. Looking forward to seeing you again on Sunday. Yes, thanks for having us. I'll see you Sunday. And Tracy, same goes to you. It should be a brilliant game, shouldn't it? It should be fantastic. Look forward to seeing you both on Sunday. Um, late kickoff. I do feel sorry for the people who, obviously, because of the late kickoff change because of Sky, cheers for that, um, who can't come to the games. Hopefully, they'll be sat at home listening to all of us singing. Sing along on your own. Why not? Practice the songs while you're not even there and join in because you're going to hear us singing anyway. Yes. Wherever you're watching, enjoy it from home or from the ground probably be a bit warmer at home but we like the cold so we'll take the cold we'll be back next monday to look back at the reading game in the meantime in the meantime if you're looking for a great community to talk all things chelsea with them consider joining us our discord channel or if you want to go one step beyond and love the things we do then consider becoming one of our patrons the link for both of those will be in the description box below now you hopefully have noticed noticed all the voices you heard tonight are female and that's because we as a show want to use our platform to give more women the opportunities to have their voices heard which we believe is the right thing to do if you want to get involved and want to be part of the show then please let us know either through email or messaging us on social media you can find the show at when at mo kings meadow me at Dane Chapel X, Kerry at Kerry Evans, and Tracy at Chelsea Girl 78. The show is also on Instagram at Went Smokings Meadow. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from Kings Meadow to Wembley, keep that blue flag flying high. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.